Welcome to the Dixie Polis Podcast. My name is Lucas. And I'm Travis. We're Southern men de-reconstructing the South. So this week, we have been in a... What do we call this? A little a little Hornets tiff. nest. <laughs> We've definitely kicked something. Yeah. Um, so, Marcus Pittman in Lore. Um, number one, I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way. This is going to be offensive to Marcus, I'm sure. Uh, it, Marcus is jumping at Shadows. Every shadow is a chemist. Um, he he just everything that he's staking his business on. It appears as if he is not really living up to. And uh, Travis will come in and on this in a minute, but I, I want to get this out of the way. Um. He's staking himself out as building a streaming platform that is both not woke and is anti-woke. And yet, the way that he's presenting himself is not anti-woke at all. Uh, I made this in my comment on his, on his lore post where he was jumping at, at the shadows. Um, you know, it, it's not that everybody's complaining that you're not a chemist or that you don't think like a chemist. It's that we're tired of everybody getting race swapped. And if you're going to claim that something is historical accurate, go with historical accuracy. So when the only black dude that shows up in your um, advertisement is King David. Uh, this this catches the Amazon and the Netflix vibe, where you know Vikings are black, Queen Elizabeth's black. Um, you know, like like I can go look at pictures of Queen Elizabeth, and she was not black. Uh, she really wasn't fat either, but they have a fat black lady playing as Queen Elizabeth, if I remember my uh, current lore correctly. And it, it it just comes across as more Netflix, um, Amazon type stuff. That is, I, I mean, frankly, everybody's tired of it. We're tired of of always having to see the white characters be black. And I'm not even accusing Marcus of any attempt to do anything. I really don't think that's in his heart. I've seen enough of the guy where I don't think that he's woke. I genuinely don't. But, you know, he gets called out for doing that, and then he shares an article about how diversity is great. Oh, it doesn't have to be woke. Have a Just diverse, a bad look. They have a diversity director. Right. And and this kind of stuff is, it, it looks really bad. And so my plea on Facebook, and it was a plea, is, Marcus, you're you're coming at this the wrong way, man. Like you need to just be upfront and you need to stop shouting about chemists every single time somebody says they don't want King David race swapped. Like, I don't know how that's hard. 
it's not like a bunch of white guys were going on there and saying they wanted a blonde-haired, blue-eyed David. We just wanted a, I don't know, a tan David? <laughs> a historically accurate <laughs> David? You know? All the chemists were wanting a brown David. Right, exactly. <laughs> Use it with a slender face Mexican. I wouldn't have known the difference, if I'm being quite honest. Anyways, but... The, the the problem that the the tiff that I've been having with with is is the whole slander issue. Well, I mean it's it's bearing false witness, and then you're also wishing a brother in Christ to the hellfires, and and I can provide the receipts for these where he said that Kenneth deserve hellfire, but I can't see if anything within the, any of the Kenneth camps, other than Christian identity, but they're not Kenneth. That would be remotely a damnable heresy. Now now me and me and Luke right now we're you're not a chemist. No, I'm not a chemist. I, I don't think I'm going to be a chemist. It doesn't really have the pull on me that I I think people may get the 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 intuition. Uh I said earlier in our chat um I kind of don't even see race along biological barriers. It's more about modality. It's more about how you live and 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 how you are it's not really just a, a biological fact i mean i'm not and and we've talked about this again in the past but you know this is why i'm not any this is why i don't like them and they don't like me national socialists nazis they don't like me and they don't like me because i straight up tell them that they're gnostics you know it's 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 not about it's not about your biology in a very real sense. And your biology is pliable. It does change. People adapt to different environments, to different situations. And environments doesn't just mean like your physical environment. Um, IQ goes down when you're in a very aggressive, highly violent society. It just is a fact. IQ goes down because it's not a, 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 a trait that, that's useful when you got to go out and fight, what's useful is being very big and being very strong and being very aggressive. And that's, that's regardless of, you know, what quote unquote racial group you're part of. So, you know, if, if you want to be really, really highly technical, you know, I believe that mankind, the base unit of mankind is the family. And all people are a part of a family. And that includes both the individual and the collective. This whole dichotomy between individualism and collectivism is a really bad argument. And I'd love to have that conversation with the people who make those claims. Uh, I don't know that they will. My ultimatum, by the way, Marcus, bro, I've invited you twice to talk to Kenneth and have a debate. And both times you, you ran. The first time he just ran off on Twitter, and then the, and this other time he blocked me. I'm talking about good faith people. I'm not talking about people who are just going to get on there and troll you. I don't want those kinds of people because they don't make for helpful conversation. I want an actual conversation. If you're saying you're worthy of hellfire, you say that this isn't a secondary issue because that's what your Facebook comment was. I've seen the receipts on that too. This is a primary issue for you. We'll justify your, your comments. And the thing about it is, is I understand if if you believe that it's a damnable heresy, you don't want to give platform to it. 
let us give platform to it. You know, I, I'm more than happy to moderate something, obviously, because we're inviting you on. Uh, but at the same time, you know, one of your, you know, I would think one of your mentors when you were at Apologia was Dr. James White. How many mosques has he walked in where he knew the majority of those people were going to hell? And he confronted the, he confronted the imams. But you're not, you're going to run away from chemists? Because they made I'll some... even, I'll even go this far. Like, if you don't feel like you're up for the task, because you're just not that guy. Like, I'm not even, I, I'm. It's not an insult, right? Some people are just not good at debate. I think the the latest uh, video of James White and Doug Doug Wilson talking about this and their apologetics, uh, man, rampant episode, is a good explanation. If you just not, if you're not that guy, then give us somebody who is, and join the conversation. Don't just run. Or that even makes you, if, even if you wanted to come on to talk out the issues, you know, I mean, we're gonna slap yeah. down, slap down him, you know, name calling and anything like that. We're we're gonna keep this as level handed as possible. It, but, and I think the most aggressive part of my comment was, where did the kinest, uh, point point on the doll where the kinest touch you? Because he was he was just so defensive about kinests, uh, and even the lore post was, oh, a bunch of kinests came up to troll. And when I look through the comments on the, on the lore page, half the people weren't chemists. Like half the people were like, "Look, we're just tired of Hollywood doing this. Why are you doing it?" Genuine question. Yeah. And he just posted his lore blog blog post about how you know forced diversity versus Hollywood. It's like, bro, come on, that's not an answer. But uh, I mean, I do understand your hesitation. You were memed pretty hard by chemists in the past. But most of those are not even in the not even in the discussion anymore. No, they're not the ones commenting on lore. They're you know they're they're what we would call the wignat kenneth. We don't like wignat kenneth. <laughs> but uh, but that's why I say the things that I say, Marcus. I know you don't know who I am. I'm a nobody on the internet. I'll I'll grant you that. But I've said this a hundred times, I'll keep saying it. I, I have more in common and I have more fellowship with a black man from Mississippi than I do from a white Yankee. I'll keep saying that because and, and this is a this is a very baseline surface level uh, 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 barometer. Let's put it that way. Go to a black man in Mississippi and say, man, them Yankees, am I right? And you get the same response from them as you get from the white people. And it's just a, a chuckle and a, yeah, I know what you mean. Because they know what you mean. <laughs> they don't like Yankees neither, right? And and that's, you know, Marcus, you're a Yankee. You know, if, if you are, I don't know if he's, you're a Yankee or not. I'm not Virginia. That. Oh, well, I mean, he's, he's at least not a Yankee, I hope. Um, but the point yeah. is, well, but I was a libertarian, so I'll give grace. Um you know, in Marcus, hopefully I can talk you out of your libertarianism because it's really, really bad. Uh, it, it's a, it's a, um, a materialistic, terrible way of viewing reality. And I love you, brother, and I hope you're, I hope you're able to come out of that soon. But, um, you know, my point here is that, you know, this this isn't about white or black for me. Um, and and anybody who says that it's about white or black for me. Uh, is intentionally misunderstanding me because I think I've made it pretty clear 
And okay, so last point about Marcus, and then we'll leave this. But um, me me trolling you and memeing you on on Twitter. Well, one thing I, I don't think I've. Um, I genuinely genuinely want to see your repentance, saying that people deserve help. It, yes. Th- this this is not like me, you know, just trying to get get out, get my be uh, in my bonnet. Um, and make a big deal out of nothing. Like you're calling brothers in Christ. Pretty sure when you think Kenneth, think Confederate Knox, the who sipping Elvis on Twitter. Okay, I'm not a Kenneth, but I'm pretty sure you wished Hellfire on me. If you if if I was lumped in that group of Kenneth, and um, I don't like that, and I don't like other brothers in Christ being labeled a Kenneth and you anathematize not helpful to the discussion at all um especially when you're not even showing how they're they're um they're in hellfire's way okay what is their heresy how can they repent um but you should also repent of your racial gnosticism but well we can get into what racial gnosticism anyways enough about our little deal to marcus (laughs) Well, the spiel to Marcus gets over into a wider issue, right? It does. Um, Because, you know, I've had, I got in trouble for this a long time ago on Facebook back when I was still on there. Um, Well, the first time (laughs) I kind of admitted that I was already on it now. Uh, So let me rephrase that. Um, This is where I got in trouble with my original account on Facebook that got banned years ago. Um, I defended the chemist in reform circles. And I defended the chemists in reform circles because reform circles are trying so hard not to look racist that they are willing to throw their own brothers in Christ under the bus and reject them outright. I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I think this bears mentioning again. The Gospel Coalition will talk about how great and what a wonderful Christian Martin Luther King was someone who denied the deity of Christ, who was a womanizer, who, who rejected the Trinity, which, which is a damnable heresy. He, with knowledge, rejected the Trinity. And they will issue someone like Dabney and throw him out because he said some unsavory things about black people and about Native Americans. And red hands. Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but... You know, let's be honest, Marcus. Uh, I I know you're in the Reformed circles, but all your Baptist brothers, and if you're a Baptist, because I think you are, um, all your Baptist brothers and yourself would be lined up at the fire pyre if today Calvin was in charge of the government. Because Calvin was okay with punishing Baptists. And every Everybody, yourself, me, Travis, everybody, has something that they are sinning gravely in. And they're sinning because they can't see their own weaknesses, they can't see their own sinfulness, and they're blind to it. And we all need to, we all need to look at criticisms with an eye of saying, is there an element of truth to this where I'm sinning? And the, the forcefulness at which you throw out anybody who's a chemist 
strictly by saying they're not Christian or saying that Kenism is anti-Christian. I don't think you know what you're talking about, man. I really don't. And I think if you talk to some of these people in good faith, because I don't think you have to this point, uh, and I, I, I don't think you have because of your, your history with the Kenists, but if you talk to some of these guys in good faith, I think that you would see there's a lot of good guys who are Kenists, but they're Kenists for good reason. And it's not the reason that's a reactionary movement against the woke people. They genuinely take, a lot of these guys are Presbyterian, and they genuinely take the charge to love your family and to care for your family seriously. And they see groups of people as extension of family. And I think there's an argument to be made for that. I'm not a chemist. Um, and, you know, we, I've, I've kind of, I don't want to beat a horse, but I've, I've talked about how I would differ from them. But, you know, man, I mean, it, they, the, the, the chemist that I talk to on a regular basis will bring scripture into, the, in, into play. And I don't see where they're abusing scripture. I can see where there might be some ambiguity sometimes. I can see where they may maybe make an honest mistake, or I can see where the scripture could actually lean that way. But I don't see any scripture from your side at all, period, being used on this. And scripture needs to be the basis for the conversation. And this is why I got in trouble with the reform circles a decade ago, uh, because I called the reform people out on this specific issue. You don't have the right to say chemists are going to hell. They're worthy of hellfire because of, you know, they believe in, in family and extended families. That's not just, it's not biblical. And it becomes an issue where you're accusing your brother of being godless. And this isn't specifically a Marcus issue. Um, this is much more widespread than just Marcus. So this, this isn't even directed specifically, specifically at Marcus. It's, it's an entire, well, the majority of the Reformed community online is basing their rejection of kinism on, on uh, modern mindsets and not in the scriptures. And you know this because whenever they go to the scriptures, they either abuse the text or they just don't even want to have the conversation. Well, one of the, th one of the problems that I have is... I can never seem to get nailed down what a chemist even is. You know, I know we mentioned this a little bit ahead of time, and I, I, I think we need to actually get the chemist together and come up with a definition. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, we'll, we'll talk to some of the guys um, that we know. Uh, I'd, I'd have them on the podcast just to talk about this issue because it's a relevant issue. And... And I, and I do want to avoid, just as a statement for everybody listening, I do want to avoid the reactionary elements of this. I'm not going to be a kinist just because white people are under attack. I think they are under attack. But I'm not going to be a kinist just because of that. Um, you know, I, I think white people just need to have more babies and stop murdering their children, which is majority of the issue in the West is that white people are murdering their children well, or they're sterilizing themselves. Um, and, and that's really the issue. And I, you know, I, I think that, I think that black people ought to be, you know, having tons of babies within wedlock. I think, I think Mexicans ought to be having tons of babies in wedlock. You know, they need, they need to submit to Christ. They need to repent of their sins. They need to, uh, marry a good man or a woman 
uh, and and they need to have a whole lot of babies. We were we were commanded to be fruitful and multiply. Do exactly that. This is an this is an audio offer issue that I might never even choose a side on. Um, just because I could go either way. Um, but at the same time, we need to keep it between the ditches. Like on one ditch, we have racial Gnosticism, a very, very mm-hmm. much gospel affections over natural. If I had to put a label on anything, I'm more of a natural affectionist. Um, I think that would be a better term. Yeah, I, I kind of think it's making a distinction without a difference. I mean, it, it, the gospel, gospel affections are for you to image the relationship between Christ and his church in your marriage and to further, you're supposed to multiply your image. That's what it means to be fruitful and multiply. I don't know if anybody's picked that up yet, but you're supposed to make babies after your image. That's that's the, the paradigm that God gave you. That is a gospel issue because it is a physical representation of the new covenant. I, I know that's really shocking in Reformed circles that marriage is a representation of the new covenant, but that's what it is. So that is a gospel issue. Yeah. Aside from that, cool guy I mean, write that part uh, about you know marriage being. <laughs> it was a single guy that wrote that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a single man. So obviously he's misogynist and he hates all eunuchs. Right. So. Um, but anyways, uh, but then the other side of the, the the other side is the Christian identity, and everything matters about your bloodlines, you know. Yeah, all humans under under the curse of Adam is welcome to the blessings of Christ. All that He calls will come. We're not we're not casting it. I think that's what a lot of people are afraid of is is that other ditch over there is that. Only white people can be saved, but I haven't heard any Kenneth say that. You know, well, I, the, I know it's the other more thing, Christian identity, but yeah, well, the other thing is um, segregating worship, where you would reject someone as as being a parishioner or being a brother in Christ or something like that uh, because of their race and. I, I don't really think the Bible makes an allowance for that. And and I think some people do that. I think that's wrong, but I think some people do that. But that's taking it too far. And most of the guys I know don't or wouldn't do that. Um, you know, if, if there's a, a brother in Christ, you know, it doesn't mean you have to intermarry your families. You know, you could just be brothers in Christ. Right. And I, I kind of take the same thing. I don't think it's sinful if you want to segregate your worship, but if it's forced segregation within worship, it most definitely is sinful. Would you agree yeah. with that? Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, I, I mean, I'm a Baptist. Okay, I, I, I agree with the entire um, voluntary association thing. If I don't want to associate with people, then I shouldn't be forced to. You know? And I also don't want to just go out and get a bunch of you know diversity quotas. No, I don't want to be getting my token black guy. I want that to happen if it's going to happen organically. You need to accept the people that God give you. Right. And you need to minister to them as brothers and sisters in Christ and deal with them justly and rightly. And if if the black dude shows up in your neighborhood, he's a Christian, he comes to your church, you have an obligation of love to that man and his family to treat them as brothers and sisters in Christ. 
That just is what it is. It's a cold, hard stop there. <laughs> there no further qualification is required. Um, yeah, I mean, so it's, yeah, I see a huge road that people can walk down and still be within the bounds of Christian orthodoxy. We just have to avoid each sides of the... Uh, well, you know, this is kind of one of those deals where... You know, I have friends and people I respect who, you know, tell me, oh, you reject Genesis 1 because I have a a varied interpretation of Genesis 1. And maybe we can get into that in some podcast, but, um, you know, they'll, they'll tell me that I'm rejecting the Bible because I, I, I don't hold to six days strictly as, as what Genesis 1 is trying to get across. You know, I can go back to church fathers who didn't believe that Genesis 1 was six days. And it's it's been all the way since the beginning. It, my, my, my view of Genesis is not a novel view. Uh, Genesis has been contentious from the beginning. There is a lot of agreement on what Genesis is trying to say. But there's also some disagreement. And let's be honest. It, it's just Let's just drop our... our specific interpretations here. There are parts of Genesis that are just weird. The way it's written is weird. The way it's grouped together is weird. I have never understood, even when I was six day, never understood why the first, was it, four verses of chapter two are in chapter two of Genesis. I don't know why they're not in Genesis one. Because it ends with the seventh day, but it's, like why does why does the second chapter start with the seventh day? I don't. I've never gotten that. Never understood it. Maybe there's an explanation out there, but I haven't heard one that's good. A lot of people just kind of shrug their shoulders and be like, I, I don't know. Um, but it it's it's kind of like this for me. If you're not sinning against your brother in Christ, and you're honestly trying to live rightly before God, whether you think that. Kinism is reprehensible, or you think that kinism is is the way. Um, I I don't have a problem with you. I don't have a problem with six day creationists. I don't have a problem personally. I don't have a problem with six day creationists or theistic evolutionists because I've talked to them. I understand where they're coming from. I'm neither, but I get where they're coming from. So the sides of the ditch that I think you're getting at, that I think we have to be wary of, to put a little bit more of a definition on it, is not to be so uncharitable with brothers and sisters in Christ. Call them out for their sin, for sure. But you need to have a conversation about that sin. And it can't just be with the group of people. You can't just say, oh, Kenists. I've had a conversation with Kenists. Because some Kenists sin with their Kenism, and some people um, are basically unrecognizable from most people. You know, they're they're unrecognizable from the standard view of the family with Presbyterians. All they do is say, well, you know, like my cousin is still my family and my fifth cousin is still my family. And I think that this goes to wider bloodlines like the Indo-Europeans. And so it's better for me to marry within, you know, like um, – 
So like Jacob, Jacob was told to go to his father's brother's house, his go, go to his uncle's house, right? And marry from within his uncle's house. Uh, I, I, I know this is offensive to modern sentiments, but he was talking about bloodlines. <laughs> yeah, literally <laughs> he was supposed like his to marry. Fifth cousin, fourth cousin. Yeah, he was supposed to marry within the family of Israel. They had to be a descendant of Father Abraham. I know that's really offensive to people, but that's that's just that's what it is, and you have to accept that. And when Kenneth bring that up, you got to acknowledge that, that they're right because that's what it was. And also, um, why, why is it that, um, you know, you know, God in the Old Testament focused very heavily upon bloodlines and lineages and, and, and all the way up into the birth of Christ? I mean, I understand we're not saved by bloodlines now, but that doesn't mean they're not important. They were important to the patriarchs, so why wouldn't they not be important to us? Well, even in the Old Testament, when you get to the the commands that the people of God were supposed to stand in the town square and pronounce curses against people, right alongside with bestiality and 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 you know uh, having having intimate relations with your you know father, mother, brother, or sister, he had tearing down the monument to your ancestors. You know that's kind of a big deal, yeah. <laughs> like when it's put right next to that stuff. So. Um, you know, Paul, Paul says, I would give up my place in heaven if my kinsmen could take my place. I, I think Paul had an affection for his natural family. His, he, I think he had an affection for his Hebrew, his Hebrew family. I don't think that's wrong. I don't think that's evil. In fact, I think that's a good thing. I think having an affection for your people is a good thing. Uh, what does it mean to be your people? I mean, uh, you know, that, that's, that's. That's where the definition becomes more important, because how are you defining that? Right, and I think we would define our people a little bit different than we would define, uh, than Kenneth would. Um, so mine's a bit right. more broad. Mine's, you know, say like, natural Alabamian, that's my people. Um, now there are, yeah, there, there are hierarchies in which I, I like a certain group within my larger tribe, more than I like other groups. But I, it's still not wrong. Like preference isn't wrong, guys. I mean, we're we're talk. What, what's one of the arguments that the freaking uh the new LGBT and those people? What are, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you besperching the name of a BLT man? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what, what do they keep saying that that um that you're homophobic if you have preferences, right? You're homophobic. You're racist if you have preferences. I, I, you're using the same argument that they're using. You're just using it on race. If we're being quite a, like we're we're firm on gender roles, but then we become total gnostics on race over here. Right, and that, and that's you know the other passage that's always used is there's neither Jew nor Greek, and they forget that literally in the next breath he says there's neither male nor female. Um, it's a really bad argument, guys. Please don't do that because you give credibility to the liberals when they say it, when you say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's specifically talking about God reaching out to the nations. God said, and you can go back to the original languages, he said he will have people from every nation. He was talking about people groups, 
and the people groups during that time were clans who were usually centered around specific royal families. This is not like, this is not really rocket science. It's not really like controversial stuff unless you don't know anything about history and you're just screaming through this modernist mindset where everybody's replaceable mechanical quality, mechanical equality is a lie. People are not just interchangeable. This does not mean that you are better or worse than somebody, especially not before the throne of Christ. You are still a sinner. You are still made in the image of God. And, you know, we, we've talked about this a few times, but this is why slave owners in the South proselytized their slaves. Because the slaves were human beings who needed Jesus' blood to cover their sins. They were made in the image of God, and it was always acknowledged that. We are not departing from Southern tradition at all when we say this. We are deeply in line with Southern tradition when we say this. This is not controversial. As Dabney said, we were entitled to their labor, not their souls. Something like that. Huh. Yeah. Well, and let's just put this on an even footing. We could have that argument. If you want to have that argument, that's fine. But we're talking about the value of the human life here, right? And the distinction that he's making in that quote is whether or not you agree with it. Um, he's saying that their souls belong to God. They were made in the image of God. This is what Christ told uh, the, the rabble-rousers who were trying to get him to side with either the Roman Empire or the Jewish assassins of his day. And they, were, they wanted him to either repudiate or justify the Roman tax. And he said, oh, you see that coin? Oh, that coin has the face of Caesar on, on it? Well, just give that which images Caesar to Caesar but give that which images God to God, right? That that coin has Caesar's face on it. Just give him that coin. You give me you. You give me your soul. You give me your heart, your mind, your strength. Some folks call me a rambling man. Thumbing and kicking cans And it wouldn't do an ounce of good To call my name Cause daddy's name Wasn't Willie Woodrow And I wasn't born and raised in no ghetto Just a white boy looking for a place To do my thing Well I'm out to find me A wealthy woman in a line of work That don't take no diploma I ain't got much to lose But got a lot to gain Well some might call me A good time fella I ain't black and I ain't a yellow, just a white boy looking for a place to do my thing. Here, I don't want no handout living and don't want to party anything they're giving. I'm proud and white and I got a song to sing. Well, I've said a few things and I'll admit it. If you want to get ahead, you got to hump and get it. I'm a white boy looking for a place to do my thing. Hump and get it now. Guitars and I like a fiddle, and that's the kind of soul it takes to fan my flame. 
Well, I'm a blue-eyed Billy, kind of frail and ruddy, so I'll have to work to be somebody. I'm a white boy looking for a place to do my thing. I don't want no handout living and don't want to party anything they're giving. I'm proud and white and I got a song to sing. Well, I've said a few things and I'll admit it. If you want to get ahead, you got to hump and get it. I'm a white boy looking for a place to do my thing. I'm a white boy looking for a place to do my thing.